What's your beef? <laughs> what is your beef? Welcome to the Bush League Podcast. A show about nothing and everything. <laughs> you know what we should do sometime? You'd almost want to have a match going and have the four of us call a match. That would be the best thing we could ever do. They do like, people do put like a lot of, hey, look. make things that you watch a video and they're doing commentary of the video as you watch it. Go it's a play, pretty common. Yeah. I learned that from Dream Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Portnoy used to make them do commentaries of their live of their the, uh, shows. Yeah, there's like lots the of movies Japan, that people uh, have commentaries for and stuff where you can yeah. watch a movie and they'll I love joke it. about it the whole way through. Yeah, <laughs> I think I love that because they give you all, oh yeah, in this scene, this happened and we tried to get this guy, but he couldn't come in, so we ended up getting him and well, we wa- all that. We watched uh, on Netflix movies that made us, so they were talking about Home Alone. Mm. Anyway, they said Fox... It wasn't Fox. It was uh, Universal. They said, all right, how much do you think you can make this movie for? They're like, oh, we can make it for like $13 million or $10 million. So they got up to like $13.7 million, And they're like, yeah, you guys are over budget. We're shutting Home Alone down. They had all the sets built. They had everything starting to be filmed. So what they didn't realize was there was a guy went over to his buddy at Fox and said, hey, I think they're going to shut us down. He goes, well, how much are you over? He goes, well, he said, we're at $13.7 million. He goes, really? He goes, we could do it for for like that. That's no problem. So <laughs> the Universal guy walked into the office, and as he walked in and told every department, I'm sorry, we're closing the program down, he'd go to the next room. This guy followed him behind him. So everything is fine. We have a new backer, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Fox. So don't tell anybody. In every room, this the other guy went to and fired everybody. He just went behind them and said, "No, we're still good." Oh, really? And in the it's end, John of the, Hughes, wasn't it? In it, yeah. And at yeah. the end of the first year, they had made two hundred eighty-six million dollars off of off this the movie. film that was about to be. Canned. Can you imagine? <laughs> and and it's the, still making money. Like a call, yeah, because it's the Christmas. residuals. Yeah. Yep. Can you imagine? Wild. I feel like, uh, well, canceling freaks and geeks was uh, and one of the biggest. and Firefly. Yeah. Oh, big massive oversight. Come on, Judd. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I need to. It's not Cameron's fault. I apologize to you guys being a little bit late today. But one of my biggest pet peeves happened on the way down here, and we were behind a very slow driver. Very. That we could not get around. Nope. Not safely. And he came down the Rogersville Road, right? Mm-hmm. Classic yeah. Rogersville Road. But that is one of my biggest... Can I... People that are slow drivers. Now, granted, they're less likely to probably be in an accident. True. And they drive slower. And if they do get in an accident, like, what are they going to do? Slowly bump into that snowbank and just have to hit reverse and go... Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not... I get all that. Not, but, like, the people that are slow drivers, honestly... Do they not know that they're slow drivers? Like there's five cars behind you that can't get by you because it doesn't ever seem like, can you see that? Like, can you not pull (laughs) over and just let them by? You're obviously not in a hurry anyway, (laughs) or you wouldn't be driving so slow. Can you just pull over and maybe let the stream of traffic that's piling up behind you? Because we, 
And on a side note too, though, because we had someone pass us today and Cameron made the comment, we were talking away and, and we're never, you know I mean? So like we're driving down today and it was like, oh my gosh, here goes another crazy because did not care that it went through all the traffic, five or six cars, weaved through all of us, ended up, got all the way to Moncton, Jay, to come to your place, got to that last stop sign by the McDonald's, guess yep. who's at the stop sign in front right. of us? The crazy driver on the yep. way down that near killed themselves going uphill, past cars on a solid line. Solid you got, line, uphill, You beat me by hill. what, 10 seconds after yep. all was said and done? Yeah. By the time we got around this car and left and got through traffic and people pulled off. Doesn't get you ahead, man. You didn't get ahead. Burned an extra $10 you dollars in gas. Yeah. Well, yeah. You used more gas. You didn't, I'm not saying like even slower is better, but just the speed limits are a reason, are there for a reason. And it's just. For you to do 10 over. For you to do 10 over. <laughs> well, but like we stopped, got gas and it still ended up behind the crazy driver. Yeah, like that was the that was the car, and it was Cameron that realized like that's the same car that near killed everybody back there on the yeah yeah no try, further ahead. Trying to Happens. go into McDonald's was going so fast, missed the first entrance, slammed on the brakes. Yeah, and went into the second one and had to go into the second one because he was. <laughs> and Cameron so realized much speed. that's that crazy car that's from, the guy. from that's twenty the same minutes ago. Car. Yeah, and here you are caught up to him after he passed. Yeah, but yeah. driving normally. Yeah, um, and it was twenty minutes. And he over. was gone. <clears throat> like, yeah, right. yeah. But now depends upon how a slow person. Now I'm a slow driver. We all know it. And it what my dad always taught me when you're driving is you drive your speed, and if they want by bad enough, they're just gonna go by. But keep the speed limit, obviously. But I've driven with you. You're not 15 under the speed limit. Oh no, no, no. I'm normally at this one today was doing 80 and a 90 the whole way, which just felt excruciating when we were already 10 minutes behind. And actually, when we got into like the slower zone, it was a 60. I think she was doing like 45. I assume that I assume there's a conversation happening because uh, uh, I used to be bad for this. I, I think I've gotten better at it. But if I'm talking while driving, I would slow down. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not paying it. Like I've slow down. So I always. Wonder if there's conversations happening, but then you realize sometimes that person's alone. <laughs> in the car. It's like nope, and you just want to just pull up by and be like, "I just want to know why." I just want to understand. <laughs> pull over. Can I ask your you a side of this? <laughs> what yeah. is happening? Because I have one of my biggest pet peeves driving. Oh my gosh! You've been on a double laned highway, and you're like, especially like cruise controls on. Yeah. I come up behind a person. I never sped up. I've just slowly over time. You could see them in the distance. Now, like five minutes later, I'm completely caught up to them. I pass them in cruise control. As soon as you get around. I get around them. It might take a little longer because for whatever reason, I'm refusing to exit cruise control and I'm still staying in. The, you know, I pass them. I pull over. 45 seconds later. Oh, yeah. they're passing me. Yeah. <laughs> car, car, car drops a gear, pulls it around you and goes by. Yeah, and I don't, that, like, that I happened slowly to me last caught weekend. up to you. Did it? Yeah, except the guy didn't even wait. He didn't even let me pass him. As soon as I got in the lane beside him, he, he just took spit off. up. <laughs> I, I don't get it. And then I passed I him about it. three minutes later. Yeah. Again? And, like, you're, the thing is, is my, like, like my wife will say to me something, like, are you speeding up to, like, no, like, I'm in, my feet's not even on the pedals. Yeah. Like, I'm on, I'm in cruise control. We're coasting along here. I didn't speed up. I didn't slow down. I didn't. We naturally caught up to them because we're going maybe like even just five kilometers more than they are. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, a car is passing to me. And all of a sudden, their their foot has to hit the floor. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll take it a step further. I used to do long haul. And as some may or may not know, trucks <laughs> in Canada are governed mm -hmm. to go 105 kilometers an hour maximum. That's all you can do. 
And there's signs. Usually if you cross like a provincial line, there's a sign saying trucks are legally limited to go this speed. And so there was a time where I used to come home from Toronto every week. So you're on long stretches of highway and you can only do 105. So you do the same thing. There'd be the car and you're 105. You can't go any faster and you're slowly yeah, coming up. You literally can't go faster. Yeah, I literally cannot. This pedal's to the floor. This is all I, I'm doing. And you're slowly come up and you're a truck, right? So you're much longer. So you're like, all right, I, I got to go around. So then you pull out and then like they slightly speed up. So now, like, you're doing 105, they're doing 104 and a half, <laughs> 105 and a half. So, like, you're making me look like I'm just hanging out here in the fast lane trying to block everybody because you won't just, like, speed up or slow down or just kind of get out of the way. And so, and maybe you do get by, and after, like, 10 minutes, you get ahead and you pull in, and then they just come out and go by and go around again. It's like, well, listen, if you want to do 103, I drive for 16 hours a day. So that two kilometers an hour difference, that's actually uh, a big 32 kilometers that I'm going to be behind if I do two kilometers an hour slower over 16 hours. So if you could just speed up, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I've had that conversation a few times to which I only know that because of like you and Trent. And, yeah. But like done. people don't like... Like, oh, come on, truck, speed up. Like, you had to pull out. Like, no. Uh, he, he, he caught him. <laughs> yeah. Can't get around him. And that's probably as fast as he can go. Yeah. and, and Like, he's maxed out. He's not trying to hold up traffic. He, no, he's trying to stay. There was yeah. someone in front of him, obviously not moving. Right. He finally had enough, probably not right away, had enough. Yeah. Of, okay, I need to get around this car. All right, this guy's set. He's going to do 100. And I'm then, just going to go around. Then okay. he, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, over. but. Then yeah. he gets to yeah. a hill and <laughs> she on the mm. gates yep. automatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's but a lot of people don't know what's governed. The people just don't know these yeah, things. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not. Uh, but wait a minute. What about on a highway that's like 110? You can only go 105. 105. It's governed. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah it doesn't now, matter. What about go going downhill? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's neutral story. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say the speed limit is 110. You're going down a hill. And the wind is going your direction. <laughs> oh, and the wind is blowing at 105 do, no. kilometers an hour. Do, do truckers love it when you haul out in front of them after you've passed them going down a yeah. hill too? That's the, <laughs> and oh, then slam yeah. on the brakes? Because you've, saw, you've seen this hill coming for a while and you're like, this is going to be so great. I, I don't, there's two gears I don't have to shift if I just let this thing coast down the hill, get a bunch of momentum, and fly up the other side. I'll be two gears higher. That's two less gears I have to shift. And you're sitting at home thinking, like, good grief. Okay, princess, you don't have to shift two gears. When you have 18 speeds and you drive all day, you're just trying to reduce the number of gears that you have to shift. All right? So... Just get out of the way, let the truck run that hill, and let him get on to where he's got to go, and just get in your, just press the gas pedal. You have, you can do 120. Just Actually, go. Just leave us in the dust. You can go faster if you're really smart. Yeah. Get up the hill easier than you can, too. Just put the pedal down. Just get give, yeah, exactly. Give him some room. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't foresee that going to that dark area of my, I guess I don't do that job anymore. Well, if we but, want to talk pet peeves, there's a lot of pet peeves in here. This is like Festivus. <laughs> I know we already talked about that. The one of the one jobs I used to have. The green Pet peeves, Jay. I just smoked this mic. You're going to have to fix that in the editing. 
<laughs> I used to, one of my biggest pet peeves, and I, I guarantee it because Cameron and his line of work must deal with what I'm about to say, but I used to have to, I used to work at a building supply store, supply center, and they would do, you know, they could contract out houses and stuff, and they're doing all the supplies for that build. They work with contractors and everything. And, but they work with anybody. And one of my biggest pet peeves ever that would happen easily four and five times a week, and I know Cameron's going to sympathize, is you pick up the phone, and before I say this, just know I'm not stereotyping anybody, but I've had this, (laughs) I know I've had this phone call a hundred times. The woman (laughs) is on the other side of the phone, and I'd like to clarify this is not her fault, because what's actually happening here is she doesn't know what she's asking for. She doesn't know what she's talking about, but she didn't even want to make this phone call. She was put up for it, up to it, because what do you hear? You hear the 50-year-old husband in the background <laughs> Tell them who didn't want to call and yeah. sound dumb on the phone. So he's making his, his wife, wife do take it. the phone call, make the phone call. And in the meantime, every fiber of your being, even though you still want to play nice, is, wants to say, like, we just put him on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> just put him on. I can hear him in the background telling you what to say. You're probably embarrassed because you don't know what you're talking about, but I can tell your husband doesn't either. <laughs> and you know, and he's trying to feed you because he doesn't know, so he didn't want to sound stupid, <laughs> so he decided to throw you under the bus as his wife. Right. Because who cares if you sound stupid, apparently, All on right. the phone, because right. he doesn't want to sound stupid, when in reality, I work here and get more dumb questions than you've ever heard in your life. None of you sound stupid. <laughs> so just put him on the phone so he's not yelling at you, trying to get you to say, and then you... Because I can hear you holding your hand over the phone saying, he said that it's $199 a piece and blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, tell him that I, I can hear all this. <laughs> yeah. I can hear all yeah, this. Talk. Yeah. It's, so why why are you being a middleman right now? <laughs> it's hilarious. Cameron, you must have some experience in that too. Uh, <laughs> well, and from a tech, like me as tech support, you get those people. And the best people you can ever get are the people who come in right off the bat and say, listen. I don't know what I'm doing. You're like, great. You're <laughs> honest. You're upfront. I will be more patient with you. Mm. Then you get this person who goes, oh, well, yeah, um, I, I, I'm looking to do this. O- okay. Would, like, And I do web hosting, so you have to know someone's website, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's your domain? I don't know. Um, How did you think I was going to find it? You're supposed to know. Well, and actually, I've had that. Well, you host my my site. I'm like, well, what is your site? (laughs) Well, you know it. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) I can't. Someone doing that to you on the phone is the equivalent (laughs) to me being down south and going, oh, you're from Canada. Do you know Ed from Edmonton? (laughs) Yes, because I contain the consciousness of Canada (laughs) in my mind, and we're all neurally connected. (laughs) We all all talk to each other in our sleep. We are are the board. (laughs) You embody your entire company, and you're like, oh, hang on. Let me just think. (laughs) Oh, yes, I know. I've reached into the... (laughs) Let me channel your... Let me help with my site. What's your site? I don't, you know it. Yeah, and that's what she said one time, and that was the most aggravating. You know. Oh, then, my God. But then you're like, all right, ma'am, you need to tell me oh. what your website name is. Why do you need that? Because that's I need to bring you up in the system. She's like, well, can't you just do it by my phone number? I'm like, no, because I don't know what your phone number is. Well, I just called uh, you. You should have it displayed on your on your phone, which it does not do. And you're like, no, ma'am, uh, could I at least, like, can I have your name? And 
it's Ro- the account's under Roger McPhillan or something. Like, I'm like, well, what's your name? What does that matter? Okay. <laughs> like, I actually had a call like this just the other day, oh, and this geez. is exactly how my call went. I'm like, okay. I say, so what is Roger's website name? Oh, uh, just a minute. And then you hear, hey, Roger, <laughs> what's your website name? I was like, what is going on? And then you hear him go, you know, it's our website. Yeah, what's the address? Well, don't you know it? No. It's like, just hand him the phone. I like how this woman's voice is like getting higher and higher. Oh, that's my blood pressure. Those are the conversations. You're realizing they're yelling back and forth. You're on the phone and he doesn't know either. No. Which is why he didn't want to make the phone call. Correct. And now he's kind of throwing her under the bus. Because if he's on the phone, he has to commit to not knowing something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heaven forbid. <laughs> well. Oh, and, my gosh. And you, like you said, you love the people that say, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? Yes. What do I need to give you? Not, you should know all of this. What do I need to do to help yeah. you? It's like, great. You help those people. And it's like a f- four-minute call. Those other people, it's like. 45 minutes. It's like... I'm with you. I would much rather someone just admit to me from the get-go. Yeah. Listen, I need your help, and I'm not going to lie. I know nothing about... Because you're saying... You're saying, I don't know. I don't know how this works. I need to learn how it works, and I need you to help me to learn how to do it, as opposed to like, well, I pay you money, so through osmosis, I should understand, (laughs) Yeah. because I pay you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. You're kind of like, oh, okay. I'm totally going to rip off a comedian right now. I don't know who his name is, but I heard it the other day. It was just a little clip, but like it was something about fathers. And he said, I don't know about the rest of you, but I had a father growing up that was fully committed to never knowing or never admitting that he's wrong. Oh, yeah. And whatever it was he was asking for, he went into a bakery or something, and he was telling the story as a child. He asked for the Danish boog. <laughs> Can I have a Danish boog? <laughs> <laughs> And the, the baker behind the counter said, sir, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been doing this. I, I don't know what that is. Right. So could you explain to me? We get it all the time. It's a Danish boog. Everyone knows what a boog is. My wife said, if I come home without a boog today, blah, 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 blah. It's a Danish boog. And she looks behind She looks behind her, and he's pointing up there at the, at the menu board, the Danish boog. You have it right there. And uh, she said, sir, that, like, that right there, the Danish 800 gram? <laughs> and he said, no. He says, I swear to you. He said, no, most normal people would put their head in their hand and go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I thought that was a B. I didn't realize it was an A. Do I feel dumb? Blah, 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 blah. But not my father. No, that's not what I'm looking for. A Danish boog. Go get your manager. <laughs> and he said, the second that woman went out back to talk to her manager, I swear to you, my dad leaned in and said, Okay, son, we're getting out of here. (laughs) I actually have something. Actually, this is what my uncle actually did. He went into Tim Hortons and on on the door, it said free Wi-Fi. So my uncle went in and he went to the counter. He goes, I'd like my free Wi-Fi. (laughs) <laughs> and, the one, and the one looked at me she goes what you know the free whiffy a whiffy pie <laughs> you gotta sign up for a free whiffy and I want one so she goes what are you talking about he goes it says over there it says free whiffy and he was 100% oh, serious man. and she goes sir did you mean free wifi he goes what do I want that for <laughs> 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 then he got his coffee and he left <laughs> oh my gosh 
It's awesome. So are we down to do best price auto sales? Ooh. Okay. Best price auto sales. I have an out for this one because Jared just got his truck. Ah. So I can do the whole like, (laughs) boys, my nephew just bought a new truck. Yeah. I don't know why I just didn't keep going there. <laughs> yeah, now you have to say it the same way again. Now, now you gotta, yeah. yeah, there you go. So, guys, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been shopping for cars lately, but my nephew just bought a new truck. Good for him. And, like, it was a completely painless experience for him. Not going to lie. He had, a, he had a real easy time. Okay. That's, that's not a normal thing. No, it's not. Did he fight and argue and curse and swear? Had, and- had nothing. No, no real easy. Did he haggle? In and out. I don't even think he had to haggle. He left super happy. His first stop after was our place to show him the new truck that he got at Best Price Auto Sales. Are you telling me that they have the best price already? It's a very on-the-point name because they guarantee they're going to have the lowest price. They have the lowest price around. Wow. Okay. What's the need to haggle if they already have the lowest price? What are you going to haggle over? Really? Right. Well, Why am I going to waste my time and their time? Exactly. And... They guarantee best price around. They have multiple locations to serve you. Two in Miramichi. They have a location in Amherst. And, and they there's have one. Hundred, over 100 vehicles in their inventory right now. For a deal coming near you, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Hundreds of vehicles in their inventory. They have over 100 right now. They guarantee the lowest price. Multiple locations to serve you. And you can check out their vehicles online. They're constantly keeping that up to date. I pulled in the other day. Just to talk to them for a second, Jared got that new truck, and my wife doesn't know, but I see that new black Jeep they got sitting down there with the nice, big, flat black rims. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. You're going to get one in the mail now. I might get one in the mail. (laughs) Check out Best Price Auto Sales on Facebook and Instagram. Talking about living in Fredericton, uh, when I I lived there, sometimes my folks would come down and visit and I didn't have a car, so whenever they came down, I'd get my dad to take me over to Long and McQuaid because it was on the other side, yeah. you know, and, like, that was a big deal when you didn't have a car. So. Yeah, no, because it seemed like forever away to get there. Yeah, and yeah. we went to uh, Long – sorry, it wasn't Long. It was Music Stop at the time. And in the mall, do you remember um, – what was digi- – you remember Digital World? Yep. Uh, what oh, was yes. the guy's name? Uh, yes, actually, yeah. Did, what Did, was his name? Do you remember? Uh, Chris? No, he was in Kyle. Yeah. Uh, Hi, anyway. Chris from Prescott. I yeah. wonder if you're still selling guitars. And <laughs> yeah, <stuff. laughs> exactly. But the guy, anyway, Digital World, and I remember I went in there because I'd heard about it from you. You were like, yeah, they have all this stuff. So, so and I mean, I'm in my early 20s. And At I have. Uh, I remember that. They had a lot of Ibanez and stuff too and everything. They had and Ibanez and. and uh, he had a ton of stuff. Jackson, I think. And, and Dean. Yeah, Dean. They yeah, had a lot of Dean guitars and stuff, yeah. and their prices were very reasonable. Yeah, it was not. They're yeah. still going strong. They are. Are they still there? Yeah, yes. not in the mall, but there's an. Oh, okay, they're That's selling. Cool. I looked the other day. They're selling an Atari with like eight games for like sixty bucks. A working Atari. <laughs> we're doing the next episode in Fredericton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> live from Digital World. Yeah. But I remember I, we'd go in there, and my dad, God love him. I mean, you know, just he he'd be. It'd be just the two of us in the store, and I'd be looking at this and looking at that, and he doesn't know what any of it is. But he's looking at the <laughs> guitars on the wall, and he's looking at, like, some of the brand names, and he knows I have an Ibanez because he's seen the name. <laughs> and he, I just remember one day we are in there, and he's looking at the guitars on the wall, and he's putting his hands all over them, which is, like, a big no-no. 
And he's like, that's not like your Ibernez, Jeremy. That's not like yours. That's scrap that. And like, you, you go in there and you get a relationship with this guy and he thinks, you know what I mean? You're like, it's like the best thing when the music store guy thinks you're cool and knows who you are. And here's my True, dad in there insulting all of his inventory. <laughs> yeah, it's just, he's like telling me on the other side of the store, that's a piece of scrap. I'll never forget that. I was so mortified. I was like, I'll just, uh, it's funny. I'd rather go to prison now. Kids for the rest today will never understand building a relationship with your store guy. Yeah, oh, that's true. It's big. C- like, obviously, C- I can't C- remember his C- name. C- but- Plus in Miramichi. <laughs> yeah. They get the, like Stephen, mm-hmm. right? Would even know from your buying habits what type of music you were even into. Stephen was. I worked there for a yeah, while. Yeah, you worked there for a bit. But you would walk awesome. in and you'd be like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'd be like, "Hey, how are you?" And it would kick right into, "Hey, you know the new Porcupine Tree CD came in." Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, and I'm twenty dollars lighter. But what was cool was he might not even like that music, but he knew you did. But he knew you did, and so he'd like, you know, he'd look out for you. It was, it was yeah, good. my CD jacket was pretty full, but yeah, but like now, like people buy those relationships and stuff, and don't like, like you used to go to the mall for something to do. Yes, and it's I true. you'd end up talking to Stephen in the in the store for a little bit and stuff, or you'd be talking music, or you'd be looking at the top ten wall and. Yeah, give something a listen and try something out, and it, like, and now that just doesn't. Yeah, same thing yeah, with, with like a music store with instruments and stuff, and it doesn't exist as much anymore. That's right, and even actually, it was kind of cool when I when I worked there. Um, I remember Ted, who was worked at Athletes World. He's now the manager at a Cineplex. Remember she? He used to come down the hall and like on his break, come in and hang out, and like he was like, you know, it was just like the different people in the different stores. Yeah. Everybody knew each other. You don't have that now. You don't get that on Amazon. No, it's true. <laughs> and really, you don't have that person. You get good prices, though, on Amazon. I like that. S- say you were a person that knew very little and were just starting out. And, like, you guys all have all experience in guitars and equipment and all that stuff. But for someone like me, if I ever went just to start out now and didn't have anybody to help me, they'd go on Amazon and get ripped off like crazy. And they think, oh, this is a great deal. This is great. Well, and not... No, no, they're getting ripped off yeah. or not I guess, realizing. I guess what that got replaced with is now when you're not sure of something, you just check YouTube. There's probably a guy know what who you reviewed buy. something. Because there's no lies on the internet, Jay. Everybody no. tells the truth. Uh, yeah, it's the best. No, but what, what I find, like, like <laughs> I, I tell the students at school, like, please, if you go watch a review, don't just go watch one review Watch several reviews yeah. if you're going to commit and to hundreds of dollars or something. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not That's wrong. That's what I do. <laughs> ruin, ruin your life. You see a review and For you find out in the family. comments after that this review, like, we were actually endorsed and had permission by. Yeah. Well, if they endorsed you and gave you, why would you write, why would you say something bad about it? And, and please, heaven help us all. If you open one of these videos where the guy with a shaky camera goes, hi, guys, just wanted to make a quick video Stop it right away. <laughs> Don't subscribe and never go back to that channel again because any video that starts like that is going to be, it's going to be some guy droning on and on. You look at the, if, if it's 45 minutes, that's not a quick video. <laughs> Something tells me that your perception of things is off and I don't want to stick around for 45 minutes to waste yeah. my time finding that out. Speaking of pet peeves. It's someone, trying to, <laughs> it's someone trying to get a lot of views or subscribers or something. And so it's like, you know what works? Unboxing videos. Meanwhile, there's some kid on, on YouTube right now. Last year, this eight-year-old or seven-year-old. Ryan. How many million dollars did he make? <laughs> 
Ryan's toy reviews? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my yeah. boys are big into Evan. <laughs> like, they like Evan Tube. Mil- yeah, this kid made that. millions of Evan dollars. Tube and Dan uh, TDM or whatever, or DTM. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, we could have tied in with the Ibanez story. Huzzah. Prestige. These ones are crap. They're not a prestige. Oh my god. Do an ad for Ibanez. They have no idea. (laughs) So I was walking around the house the other day and kind of thinking maybe it's time to look into getting something done. Maybe uh, replace the deck that's on the back of the house or something. And you know, I thought about doing it myself, but that would be a really bad idea. So, <laughs> any of you guys, any of you guys got any ideas who could do that? You know, me? I do, Gary, because I had the same realization myself that we can watch all of the homes on homes we want to, but it really doesn't That's quite so prepare true. us to do it ourselves. You know, you know, and and you, you can only glue it and screw it so much. Well, that's what he says. That's that is what he says. That is what he says. But I do know someone that can take care of you. Prestige Building Solutions. That sounds very professional. It does. I don't like it's in the name. If you want something done with prestige, prestige building solutions can do it for you. They're they're general contracting. They're great at everything, whether it's bathroom renovations, kitchen renovate renovations, carpentry, trim work, doors, windows. If you need accessibility in your house, ramps, wheelchair lifts, if you want showers done, everything. Everything. They can do it. For more information, you can contact Jesse at PrestigeBuildingSolutions.com. That's Jesse at PrestigeBLDGSolutions.com as email or his phone number, 506-624-3597. Free estimate, email them anytime. They're fully licensed, fully insured. They're the solution for you. Hey, Cameron, maybe yeah. they'll build you a cabin in the woods of Jamaica. They oh. might. <laughs> Wonder if Jesse's licensed in Jamaica. <laughs> sure, that should be a problem. <laughs> Won't be cutting down your trees with toenails. <laughs> I asked him if he got that name from Step Brothers. He didn't answer me. <laughs> Prestige worldwide. <laughs> Research and development. We once put liquid paper on a bee, and it, it died. died. <laughs> in the news. Uh, well, this will be February when this drops. This one. Yes, that's what I, yeah. I was trying to think of in the general news of 2020. <laughs> Already, uh, yeah. Yeah. So was, there was news that uh, a hero for a lot of us, Neil Peart, well, I've been saying his name wrong. For Tell you how nice of a guy he is. my whole life. People said his last name was Pert for 40 years. And he didn't say anything. <laughs> and he didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Peart. It's actually Peart. Yeah. Tragically passed away. Um. And uh, I welled up. I welled up when I heard the news. Because, like, he's such a private guy that I knew that when they... He didn't say anything. Yeah, when they were talking about getting back together and there was a quote from Alex Lifeson saying they weren't going to get back together because of Neil's health issues. They never said what it was, but you knew that he was like... I think, uh, you know, he, he... I'm assuming there was arthritis and stuff, and like he's getting older, he plays mm-hmm. drums, all that stuff. Now, so, Jay, for everybody who doesn't know who he is, you may want to tell the people who he actually. I assumed is. he didn't need an introduction. 
<laughs> Me too. Cameron's asking but, for himself. Exactly. But, you're, but you're probably right. <laughs> I am asking for myself because yeah. I knew he was a drummer. Yeah. That's. Did you know who he drummed for? Uh, I did. It was Rush. Yes. And. But other yeah. than that, I had never really. That's true. Knew very much about. I'm it. at the point even. I've been seeing posts like it'll be later when people listen to this. I know because it'll almost be a month old when he passed away. But yeah, people are posting like R.I.P. One of the greatest drummers of all time, and I've almost been like, I want to comment on everybody's no, like, no the, it's the the greatest <laughs> drummer of all time. Yeah, yeah, not one of. I, and I, I think just, it because I think you could make the argument. It, it's it's like progression. Things always get better. I mean, but anybody who's gotten arguably better than him is because wouldn't wouldn't have if it wasn't for him exactly my point it's that's why i still think you say he's the greatest of all time because if he never set that standard there wouldn't there wouldn't be the talented drummers that there are in the world today by inspiring i think dave grohl said yesterday his quote was that there's not a drummer alive who didn't even either accidentally or on purpose learn something from neil exactly yeah so but I mean, it's amazing, you know. Their 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 careers like forty years and uh, like just just unreal. But yeah, I was very lucky. Like, I got just, to see him on this last tour. Weird. Yeah, and, I uh, missed it. <laughs> me and me and Phil went, and I'm not gonna lie to you. We left that show. Well, like Phil would describe it, like we we drove for an hour after the show to get back to where we were staying, and our jaw still wasn't off the floor. It was mm. still back in in the center or whatever, but he felt human to then. Cause at, even at his age, then he, he made a couple mistakes. Oh yeah. And it wasn't major mistakes, but like he was starting to show, we already knew. And they just never told us why that because of his health, he's playing less and less. Yeah. And he's doing less and less. And their, their tour schedule is going to come to a halt. They're only going to do a few shows. They're not going to do like in a few shows a month. They're not going to do a couple and cram them all in a week, and then it wasn't happening anymore. They were slowing yeah. down for him. Because their point was, if they're going to do a show, they want to do it at 100%. It needs to be like, a, it can't be like... I respect that. Yeah. So you try to spar- make the schedule yeah. more sparse so that, you know... you. I'm standing in line in Halifax, waiting to get into the center to see Rush for the first time, and the guy standing directly behind us has seen them like four or five times on this tour. Yeah. And he said... He said, all right, Was fellas, it metal so you, flizz? So you've never, so never, oh my gosh, there's a talk. We should post that one to Facebook. Yeah. But Where you the, guy, the guy behind us, he said, all right, guys, so I won't spoil anything for you. Yeah. But he points at me, he's like, one song, your one song you want to hear, you make sure you hear it tonight. I said, all oh, subdivisions. <laughs> he's like, really? Yeah, subdivisions. And he said, where are you sitting? On the floor. Doesn't this guy sit five rows in front of us on the floor? Because, of course, Phil got his tickets right next to the sound booth so we could watch the sound guy, right? <laughs> and uh, and they were, they were, he was right because the, the sound sitting there yeah, was on. Oh, place. my gosh, it was unreal. Yeah. And you could see everything. And uh, the opening chord of the synth hits. <laughs> the first song is Subdivisions. Dun, dun, the guy's dun, on the dun, floor, dun, too, dun, spins dun. around and looks for me and points at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. This guy's going to have dun, his day, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm all over the place with Rush, but yeah, I, like I love their newer stuff, BU2B, and I watched a video yesterday of a guy telling his story. He's probably about our age, and he was saying when he was nine years old, he wrote a handwritten letter to Neil Peart and sent it off, 
And within a couple of months, I actually got a handwritten letter back from him. Wow. wow. And he's like, that's, you know, just the kind of people they were. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> it's like amazing musicians, but also just really nice. Regular guys. I heard that cool about him people. before, though, because I know like he was very, they would do the meet and greets and it would be Alex and Getty only. Yeah. And Neil's probably out back reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think you could take that. He just that. wasn't one for the crowds and stuff. He just wanted, right. he was just very, and he was in the zone before he played. He was just exactly. trying to relax and trying to, but yet anybody you hear, there was like a hundred stories floating around yesterday that like you wrote a letter to Neil or you sent something to Neil and all of a sudden, like a couple months later, you got it in the mail back signed or he sent this kid a pair of sticks or you got a handwritten letter back or like it, there was one story yesterday, like Neil had sent a book. This Someone had wrote him a letter and asked him a question. And all he got back was a book that Neil recommended. He bought him the book and mailed him the book. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? Like, he was just like, so, so cool. like, it's funny because all these meet and greets and stuff, it's like Neil doesn't like people, but he loved people. But it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of rough. I was just, I was just leaving the house actually when I got the, when I heard that it happened to go to a, uh, unnamed location to pick up some equipment for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, I was like, oh man, it just kind of hit me. So I went and got a coffee and C103 here played, uh, they had like a six, they obviously the guy, like you could tell that the guy, the guy came in, like uh, I, I think he was pre-programmed. I, uh, I think, maybe not. There might as long been, as he wasn't playing Xanadu over and over yeah. and over again. <laughs> 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 For we will dine on honeydew. It's not the same, <laughs> it's not the same song, but anyway, um, I don't know. Maybe he was in the studio or if it was pre-programmed. Yeah, I'm not sure where yeah. the line was. But he came in and was playing. Uh, they played like six songs back to back. And he said, if you're listening from 11 to 12, we're doing an hour of Rush. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I kind of cool. got a coffee, went for a drive, listened to some Rush. I was like, man. I just I went down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos watching. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming there's a good chunk of Canada did the same. <laughs> yeah, so. just kind of turned it in. I showed my boys like it's. And for those of you that don't know, listening or like even my like my son's middle name is Getty. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. I went through like I have a rush problem. <laughs> Maybe, but I like some of some of the earliest videos I have of my oldest is I remember Phil. Thanks, Phil. But Mikhail, a little drum set, no noise there, <laughs> and Mikhail watching YYZ over and over and over again on the television. Just smashing drums in no That's particular awesome. order, trying to do the Neil Peart <laughs> drum solo from yeah. from YYZ in like 1994 or whatever, yeah. that video that has all the... Yeah. Oh man, but, well back when Napster was a thing, I think them doing YYZ Live was one of the first videos that I let download overnight. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Only took back, you like back 12 when they had hours. The radio. Yeah. They yeah. had the regular can lighting that did the rainbow pattern on the that video. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, the there most. was only so many because I mean, so many. I so was many learning to play bass and, and never got past the first eight measures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, legend. rest in peace, Neil. Rest Pierre. peace, man. Legend. Unreal. That's probably the the only thing that that we all don't ever like. I never got into music. I just oh. it wasn't my thing. You guys were always playing and you if you guys tried to if any of you tried to ever teach me, you would you would make Joe put his hand through a stained glass window. Well you could ask Gary. Gary technically taught me. 
No, Gary. He's the one guitar teacher I've ever had. <laughs> Gary didn't technically teach you. I believe the story goes: Gary hands you the guitar, you started to play. Gary hating you for it. <laughs> well, he still gave me it. <laughs> if Actually, we didn't all, if we didn't all have each other, I don't know where. Yeah, that's right. Because we all taught each other quite a bit. And like it's, we oh yeah. it just kind of osmosis, like in, we're in the room with each other, and that's yeah. all we wanted to do. So it kind of happened. Because when you yeah. guys handed me a guitar, the first thing Tyson said to me. I he handed me the guitar and he's like, "You're holding that wrong." I'm like, "What do you mean? This is how it feels comfortable." He goes, "You're not left-handed," but that's instinctively what I did. I instantly went to play with the left hand and not the right, which I didn't know was any. And that's okay. I don't think I knew that, <laughs> but I, I knew that. you were right-handed. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, Cam, it's upside down. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he said. That's like, no, I want to hold it this way. He's like, like, all right, no. so you're left-handed. So now I'm right-handed. <laughs> no, I'm right-handed. Uh, all right. <laughs> when I first picked up a guitar, I just threw it over my neck and started playing. Didn't, didn't put my arm through the strap. It was just hanging around my neck. <laughs> that somebody had to point out to me that you're supposed to put your arm through the strap. <laughs> Wearing it like a necklace. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, I remember your, uh, I remember your old strat. Yeah, because I... Because you guys can't see it, but we're in my basement and my first yep. guitar is hanging on the wall. And like, guitars can be the same, but remember like, for whatever reason, I always wanted to play yours. Yeah. I felt like <laughs> yours was better somehow. But uh, but yeah, I have Gary's guitar to thank for, for picking it up. I have that old Squire in Fredericton now. And oh, the little yeah? Vantage amp that we use, but the amp doesn't work anymore. Seriously? Yeah, the speaker doesn't work or something. Well, fix that, boy. Man. <laughs> Didn't you go you to university for, like, electronic? Me, oh, I don't Jeremy. touch electric. Yeah, I do. You still have the Les Paul? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Jeremy, you're EMGs in it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, you're an electrical yeah, no, it might be just a fuse. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be a wire. If it has a fuse. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't believe you still have that 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 amp. It was, yeah, it was at Mum's and I took it home. About the size of a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. You used yeah. to sit in your bedroom in the, yep. the oh yeah, I remember I used that. To, when I eventually got my guitar and my amp, I had that little amp. Well, I got it from, it was Brad's. <laughs> yeah. It was a Yamaha amp that you could plug it in or it had batteries. <laughs> batteries? <laughs> How many Battery. D cells did that bad? Oh, boy I think it take? took like 10. Uh, I think it would only last like five minutes, but it's funny how that happens. Battery powered in. It's a long ways away from the Mesa Boogie. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. yeah it took, took some time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, well, was, true. that was great. I, we, had a, I had a keyboard amp. <laughs> I had a little Dean Markley amp. Oh yeah, and a keyboard amp, yeah. and then I got a little Yorkville actual bass amp. Yeah, and then I sold it and got my first. That's when I got like a, a cab. Didn't you have? I remember uh, jamming with the keyboard amp, and it had multiple inputs. Yeah, so, so we sometimes could share it. we had to share the share, guitar and bass. And which the is funny. Was plugged into the same amp <laughs> because I don't even think that was meant for two different instruments. I think it was meant for like Plug active pickups in. and passive yeah. pickups. Whether yeah. <laughs> but there's three different inputs in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah we you just did what we had in. to do. Yeah, yeah. And but you had a didn't you have a pedal? Like, did you have a distortion pedal or something? I had a DOD red distortion pedal. Right, right. And I had the DOD GS30 with the handle on it. Right. That had the most horrid sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> that and I you thought had the sounded cool. DOD Tech 4X. Tech 4X, that's right. Yep. And a Metalworks distortion pedal. <laughs> 
Man, oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I've got decent stuff, but I have a full rack mount. But in the end, I could have just had like an SVT Pro and slapped it on a 8x10 and been done. But at the time, Instead it's of like... having two halves, and then this is rack mountable, <laughs> yeah. and I got to protect it. Well, a tuner would be nice, and the next thing you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I'm preamped, amp, tuner, the hush seat. But it's all... Let's get a Tech 21. Yeah. <laughs> and you start adding, the next thing you know, it's... I got to make two trips to go play instead of one because I can't yeah. fit it all in, the, in your vehicle. Like, what well, the when heck you're 21, you don't care. No, like, you don't this care. Is fantastic. And now it's like, you know, a nice combo would be, yeah. you know, I could fit it in the seat and beside then, me. Can, <laughs> I, can I just leave it here? Because I don't want to bring it back. Yeah. No, I've done that one too. <laughs> a theater we were playing and they shut the heat off. And how cold does it get? You're not taking your amp home? Like, nah, I got headphones. <laughs> I'll figure out those songs at home with my phone and headphones. I don't need the. Yeah, that's I'm right. not bringing that amp all I the got, way home again. I got nothing. To I prove. lugged it up the stairs. It's not going back <laughs> down. I got to be here again next week. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah. No yeah for those of you that don't know what I'm lugging around, it's this size of three <laughs> mini fridges, basically. Yeah, but more weight. Yeah, so it's. They have to put a picture of some of this stuff. Oh my gosh! Like what was I, what was I thinking? Like. What was I thinking? I mean, it sounds mean, but uh, well, because at the time you think the longer it takes to set this up, the better it'll sound. <laughs> <laughs> the more things that can go wrong with this, the yeah. better it'll be. <laughs> Bigger, better, bigger, better. That's right. I said that to someone else the other day, but like all the gaming systems I have in the basement, and I never play. Yeah. yeah. Like I never play one of them. Why do I need six of them to operate on the... <laughs> well, well you like, never know when I might feel like playing Mario 3. <laughs> well, it's true. N64, play a little Bond. Except you know? I don't. That's what I thought, but I don't. I don't play. I think it's okay. Like it's I like the idea too. that I could if I wanted to. But Exactly. Like, That's fine. I never play. I don't remember the last time I played anything. Really? I huh? Do you still, do you, what do you play? Do you play stuff now? Who, me? Yeah. I never stopped. Oh. I have uh, Battlefield 5. I have Dirt, uh, Dirt 4, uh, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, uh, Forza, World of Tanks. Uh, yeah. I, think I got really excited and downloaded Dirt Rally 2.0 like three or four months ago and still haven't played it. I played it <laughs> and it was a demo. They You could play it free this week and I was really <clears throat> impressed with it. But now I can't play it because it says play free for three days. You had to download the whole game, 52 gigs. Oh. <laughs> and then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, now that this trial's over, you have the game, but you can't play it. Oh, jeez. What's the point of that? So you might have even emptied space for it. I did. Yeah. But I also have now. I I do get. I do have a wheel now, though. I have a Thrustmaster uh, Ferrari. <laughs> Thrustmaster. <laughs> Thrustmaster. I have what a are we, Thrustmaster oh too. My gosh. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We're rated clean, too, so we can't say. Anything. I, I picked up a Thrustmaster too, but I think mine's probably a lot cheaper than yours. I got it. Mine's second hand too. Mine's the Ferrari Italia one. Mine's oh. a Ferrari something. It's oh. black and uh. red. Mine was only used it once or twice. Yeah, does it have the I still don't metal, know what we're talking about. Does it have the metal paddles? It's got the, the metal paddles yeah, and the pedals. The four, five, eight. The this is where we need that segment called Out of Context. Uh, yeah. 
fantastic. It's the Ferrari 458. I got the pedals, but I can't figure out how to set it up because on a hardwood floor, I hit the pedal and my foot just goes, whoop, <laughs> slides across the room. So mine does Can you that. put two of them together and thrust so at the same time? <laughs> I don't, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Oh put the pedal God. right into the floor. You want as much thrust as you can get. Oh. <laughs> Double the thrust. This took a turn. Bigger, better. Oh, boy. <laughs> I still don't know so what yeah, we're talking I about. This, I don't have any room for it, but I have this huge idea to get some PVC pipe and make myself was, a little car frame with yeah. a cheap seat hooked into it. I was, are you, are you so serious? So I can actually secure yeah. the pedals. Because right now I can't play it. I hit the pedal and my foot just slides across it the has, floor. Uh, it, <laughs> has like, it has four little rubber like dots in the bottom so it won't slide and it's just the break in the gas right but i had an ottoman sitting at home so i pushed the ottoman oh uh, and i have got something to push it against yeah and yeah. then i actually have an old uh i tried that but i'm a little too aggressive <laughs> <laughs> no, i want that I need to feel the thrust. <laughs> Clifford driving the rally car. <laughs> You'll remember my name. That's why, and when I build this thing, the PVC pipe is going to be like heavy, heavy duty, like super secure. I'm going to have to bring Jeremy over to this <laughs> sturdy looking desk that I'll he's build built. <laughs> I got a square now. I can make it square. <laughs> laser level. Wow. You know, uh, if you want to do that, you need to send me the instructions because I keep trying to figure out how I'm going to build one. Because I can't figure out, do I actually want to build one at a PVC pipe? Do I want to build one at a wood? Or, if you really want to go bigger, go home. <laughs> Dad has an arc welder up home. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> a PVC would still be pretty light, wouldn't it? Like, you're going to shove bet. that across the room. It, yeah. It, it would still if you're sitting on it. it like, yeah, you'd have to be oh, sitting on it, yeah. so your own yeah. body weight's holding it down. On it. So yeah. I actually saw a guy online. <laughs> Gary goes shopping for Sparco seats. On the <laughs> a guy online, he went to a junkyard and bought a seat for like 10 bucks out of a Honda Civic and used the Honda Civic seat. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, old wreck car. Just grab a seat. Doesn't matter. You could do yeah, that. It's a great idea. <laughs> Dad actually used to have a bench seat. No, I'm daydreaming. Yeah. Dad used to have a bench seat up at his camp outside for a chair, and it was like a bench seat from a, like an '83 Jimmy. It actually had the armrest in the middle of it. I was Poor like, Jimmy, that would have been awesome as a couch. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. We used to remember we used the. Oh, the the seats in the minivan one time in St. Andrews, I went down there and I actually pulled the back seat out because we didn't have enough seats. They're like, where are you going? I said, going to the minivan. They're like, what for? I said, you need another couch, right? They're like, yeah. So me and one of the other guys took the the seat out, took it in the house and sat it down. They're like, it's a couch that works. I'm like, yes, it does. Speaking of seats, I know you guys have already been sitting here for two hours, but those all recline, the feet, you can kick your feet out. Yes, Jay. We're quite aware of that. Oh, you are? Great, because we're leaving in 10 minutes. Yeah. Awesome, <laughs> That's what I tell you now. You've been here all morning. You've been here all morning. And uh, oh, by the way, they reclined. Thanks, Jay. Oh, I sent the mic stand flying across the floor. <laughs> Clears out Jeremy's bookshelf. Wait, wait, but if it hits his desk, it's not going to matter. That desk is built. That's right. <laughs> it weighs a. Uh... It, well, yeah, if you want to bring it home, it would be perfect for your for The your only pedals. thing it's missing is some duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you know what's missing? The old nails out in the side twisted around. You know, like, yeah, nails those are maybe. over here. <laughs> there. I have to watch if, if Gabe's down here that he doesn't go over there because he could very seriously hurt himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. Yep. <laughs> Did you think? Never mind. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
Wow. 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 I'm so excited about this Thrustmaster 5000, Ferrari, whatever you call it. <laughs> Ferrari 458. Is it RS-232? Does it plug into the serial port like the old ones used to? <laughs> USB. I figured it was What is time. happening? <laughs> Gary, Gary's used to work. Remember, you borrowed Gary's. You sit That's top, what I'm talking about. You used to sit on top of the hamper. You, you, yeah, you, you'd come over and spend an hour with the calibration in the calibration menu trying to get it all calibrated. <laughs> because you couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I couldn't, but I'm just saying it's funny. I'd turn left and it would be like, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> now we're turning. What you don't realize is that one was a Thrustmaster too. So you do have experience with the Thrustmaster, Jay. I have experienced the Thrustmaster. Does that make me the Thrustmaster? Man, you were pretty young to be using a Thrustmaster. Right? I don't even think you had a license. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, the boys are coming over. We're going to use the Thrustmaster. <laughs> have to beat each other's lap time. Come on, we'll try with you. I can just see, like, you've got these things at your place, and then you're you just miss the lap time by like a tenth of a second and getting angry and grabbing the nearest piece of wood and just drilling it right into the floor and putting it <laughs> Put the thing up against it. This must happen now. <laughs> you're, not gonna, to happen. you're not going to slide now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do one, Gary, I think if I get... Yeah, I have to build one. I want to do one. I just don't have the space to store it when I'm not using it. Well, that's if I make it like convertible into a coffee table or something, maybe. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? You can't Flip get it on the... its side, and it becomes this awkwardly kidney-shaped <laughs> coffee like table. You're like Kramer. It's the book. It's also the coffee table. You can get those tables, like coffee tables, that lift out and click towards you, and you can put the steering wheel on there, and then just put a like a piece of wood across the front. And then, so the board would move, so you'd have to move the whole, like, the table. some serious engineering, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought went into this. <laughs> the shit. listeners are super excited about this mock cockpit they're going to build for <laughs> a car that doesn't exist. Well, if this so happens, they can use their Thrustmaster and beats. <laughs> if this happens, it'll definitely have to go on our YouTube channel. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Well, have, well, the full I'll, construction and then the yeah. Thrustmastering that goes on afterwards. <laughs> Who wants to sponsor this segment? <laughs> Tyson's oh, like, I want to try the Thrustmaster. Okay, we'll see if Pre get Prestige to build that for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? They can build I got anything. my cock and gun anything. all ready to go with the glue. Glue? <laughs> <laughs> you can't use glue with a Thrustmaster. <laughs> with my PVC. The PVC pipe scammer. I know. You don't know. <laughs> You're supposed to use the stuff. I feel like we're just sitting here going, construction Glue words, construction words. <laughs> use the Glue and the Thrustmaster is just a trip to the hospital. <laughs> Spoken from experience. <laughs> wow. wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Have to thank our sponsors and sign off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough. That's lots there. Goodbye. So. <laughs> I have to go home and uh, practice with the Thrustmaster. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're overplaying this. So you have to plug this thing in, right? So it's going to do you no good in the woods in Jamaica. <laughs> hey, I still got my, you know, solar panels uh, and my wind windmill. And enough windmill power <laughs> to get the Thrustmaster going in the woods in Jamaica. <laughs> Solid Which, like, ironically, you'd have to because there's no racetracks. We were over this in Jamaica, <laughs> right? True, so there yeah. is no place for you to 
Racetracks in Dominican, though, they're close enough. It's an island, Cameron. It's not a super island. <laughs> How are you going to get there? A boat. You hook the Thrustmaster up to the sea, dude. Cameron builds a life raft this, this to get is to sounding a like a Top Gear episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I bet I could build a, a life raft better than you. You know who could build it There's better than you? segment. Oh. Prestige Building <laughs> Solutions. And we would like to thank Prestige Building Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Yes. Thank you. And well, I was kind of hoping you'd think the other sponsor. For this <laughs> oh, it's I'm a not good at best this. price auto yes. sales. <laughs> who could have probably sell you something to get you there instead of you building a boat because they have sold the odd boat or sea do. I've seen it in their lot with over 100 vehicles in their inventory right now. So thank you to them as well. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things. Instagram. And make sure you check out our sponsors too because Instagram. we gotta we got to thank them. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. But I also have now. I I do I do have a wheel now though. I have a Thrustmaster uh, Ferrari. Thrustmaster. <laughs> Thrustmaster. I have what a are Thrustmaster we? Oh too. My God. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We're rated please. You just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. Like and subscribe and leave a five-star rating. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook.